All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the B Team Podcast, episode sixty-two to be exact. Ben, hello. Hi, Busby. I got a bone to pick. <laughs> Start off hot, okay. With one Benjamin Franklin. Oh, dude, it stinks, man. This is I've the worst. Grilled, I've grilled out each of the last three nights, and I've been doing so in the dark. I hate it. Like, I feel like I should be in bed right now at 6.35. It's ridiculous. First of all, what's the point? Okay, the farmers, they needed more light to do their stuff. Well, guess what? Just adapt. Everybody else has to adapt. Now you're saying that I have to adapt to the, the not being light outside anymore? You, you want to talk about why seasonal depression exists? It's because I go to work. Well, I don't anymore, but like you go to work at like 5.30, something like that. It's still dark outside, and you leave work at 5 p.m. It looks like everybody turned the lights out. Can't do anything, and then it's getting colder. People wonder why I start playing Christmas music the day after Halloween. It's because I have to deal with this. It's the only thing that bring me happiness. Mississippi State football sure ain't doing it. The light going out ain't doing it. So let me play my jingle bells. Sorry. Well said. You know what state has the most suicides during seasonal depression? Florida. I don't know why, but I fell down a rabbit hole of looking this up a couple weeks ago. Because I thought it was Alaska for the longest time because they have like 20 hours of darkness. Uh, Alaska is actually number two. Number one is Wyoming. That's strange. Yeah. I didn't know people lived in Wyoming. Oh, that's not true. Jackson Hole. That's part of the reason. (laughs) Jackson Hole. What's the most populous state in Wyoming? State? You mean city? Yeah. I'm going to say Jackson Hole or Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Yeah. But that's by that's by land area. Oh no, oh, no it's pop. by population. The population of Cheyenne is sixty five thousand. It's the largest in the city or largest in the state. It's not bad. It's not good. It's like I feel like where I grew up it was like fifty thousand. So yeah, I suppose they're really pretty up there. I, but yeah, like that part of the country during the winter. I mean, when you got like feet of snow. That's just too much snow. Yeah, why would you voluntarily live a place like that? You live in a place where like three months out of the year is uninhabitable with hurricanes. No, we can inhabit it. You just see the thing about hurricanes, you leave. You can go. The snow comes and you're just you're done. Some people like that. Yeah, they're idiots. the isolation and the snow. Obviously not, because they never mind. I said some. Okay. Well, <laughs> now you're just getting dark. <laughs> How do we what what are we talking about? Ben Franklin. Yeah, I hate him. I think this is the last time we have to do this though. Hopefully. I think they passed it last year and we had to do it this like one last time. We spring forward and then we're done. Then we're done springing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we don't want the kids waiting on the bus in the dark. We'll just push school up an hour. Move school hours before you change my daytime. What's maybe I it's been so long since I've been in school, but what are the school hours now? Well, see, when we like in Mississippi, it was always like eight to three, but down here it's seven to two. Uh, my school started at 725. I think we were like 752 or something like that. We got out like 250, something like that. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I I had football in the fall and baseball in the spring, so the Time out never really mattered to me. It was just what time do I have to be there? I'm Busby. I'm a stud athlete. Ben, I am literally shaped like a boysenberry. I don't think I've ever eaten a boysenberry. I don't even know what a boysenberry looks like. I'm just assuming. Are they real? Sure. Is it like a Willy Wonka thing? No. I don't know. I do look like like Violet Beauregard whenever she (laughs) looks up, though. No, you don't. You look like the bear with hair. The boysenberry bear is just from... like a like a red and black black bear. Ooh, that probably is actually really good. Probably like a more tart blackberry, huh? I don't know. If they have them at Publix on Sunday, I'm getting some. All right, you want to talk some football? Sure. I feel like people would rather let it, listen to us talk about random things like boysenberries and daylight savings time, but yeah, we'll talk about it. 
I would rather talk about that too. We could just scrap this whole agenda. <laughs> Uh, Georgia beat Tennessee this week, 27-13, in the highest-profile game of the year. Just, <clears throat> and ben, I don't know how you felt, but this seemed like one of those games where, like, you know, people have been a little down on Georgia. They struggled against Kent State a little bit. They struggled against Missouri, and they were like, oh, by the way, guys, like our A game is still the best in the country. You're not going to beat us. Yeah, this is on us, Busby. Yeah, a little bit. I mean – we fell for it. Not so much like Tennessee. I think they got down early and then it just kind of snowballed. It, this final score wasn't as bad as the – I mean, they just never oh, had the, go. The, if you look at the box score, it should have been so much worse. Right. And they were just – Tennessee was making mistakes that they hadn't been making so far this year. But Georgia just did what Georgia could do. That was the big story of it. I mean, they just dominated. It looked like those old Alabama – like the Georgia team last year, like those old Alabama teams that would just – suffocate teams and then they just played the second half in a monsoon and neither team did anything so right but yeah i mean i don't think do we think... Do you th- do you, so clarify for for the people and myself are you saying we fell for tennessee or we fell for the not no. thinking georgia was as good as they are yeah we fell for the georgia thing okay because i still think Tennessee's a really good football team just ran into a buzzsaw this weekend Yeah, I mean, I think Georgia just – we just fell asleep. We got bored, you know, lulled to sleep by them, and then they just came out and, and showed us what they're about. Which is what Mississippi State's going to do this weekend and then just go over the top. You can't believe that. Uh, I do not. <laughs> so, yeah, <clears throat> Georgia is now number one in the playoff ranking. Tennessee dropped down to five. Um, I – Still fully expect Tennessee to get in. We can talk more about that later. But, yeah, main takeaway is that Georgia's really good, and the second half might have been the most important football I've ever watched. And Sanford Stadium actually did something that Sanford Stadium doesn't usually do, and that's be loud and cause false starts and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah, it was weird. And then, I mean, just quick sidebar, Pat McAfee, is he just the best part of college game day now? Oh, dude, him saying that son of a bitch cracked me up so bad. <laughs> that well, then, son of a bitch. Was it uh, Luke Bryan? He's like, oh, we can say that yeah. on here? And Kirk was like, I don't think you should. <laughs> He's like, no, you can't. Uh, yeah, and then when he just started singing the Luke Bryan song and then just picked Tennessee singing rock, I mean, that guy's electric. Yeah. He, he brought something interesting to college game day. Yeah, it single-handedly gets me to watch it every week. Agreed. All right, we'll move to the second biggest game of the weekend. LSU at Alabama. No, Alabama at LSU. LSU wins 32-31 in overtime. And, Ben, I want to – I want – First Paul, of all, LSU control- <laughs> the dynasty's over, Paul. First of all, Saban lost control and we should fire him. He ain't getting them boys ready to play no more. I agree with that. I think you should fire Saban too. Sorry. I think, well, I know LSU controls their own destiny now. Uh, Went out, you win the SEC West, you lose to Georgia by 30. It'll be fun. Um, I would like to take a second, though, and uh, take a little victory lap here, me, myself, and I. You can join, too. I can't remember what your stance was on this. I tried to tell people all last offseason, Brian Kelly can can coach his ass off. And everyone just wanted to say, Oh, but he said family, and he ain't gonna fit. And then they I lost. Do declare. <laughs> and then Coach they lost. Brian a... Kelly done come down here and whooped on Nick Saban with some good old sweet tea. And then they lost to Florida State. People were like, "This ain't gonna work. They're gonna run his ass out of town." And then he beats Alabama. Shocker! A guy that's won ten games for the last decade is, you know, an actual good football coach. Sure. So, yeah, you're welcome, world. It, it took literally no research other than saying, oh, this guy's won everywhere. I think he'll win at LSU. I think he stinks. Your previous coaches were Ed Ordron and Les Miles, and you thought Brian Kelly couldn't win at LSU? I just hate him. But you, I mean, He is right. annoying. I will say that. But that's not what's being argued here. Do you think LSU fans would trade Brian Kelly for Nick Saban? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what are we doing? <laughs> They'd be like, get your yank. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure, but that's, again, not what's being argued here. I know, that was just like a random thought in my head. I was like, how quickly they would kick him out. Hey, would you trade the Apostle Paul for Jesus? I mean, let's not get... I don't religious. know anything about religion. Uh, not even a good analogy. No. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Florida State loss, looking back at it, is, I mean, it's not as bad as we thought. Um, and they should have won that game, let's be honest. Yes. Malik Neighbors could feel the punt. And if they make that extra point and it goes into overtime, they were they were playing much better at that point. Yeah. Um, and then their, so their only loss at this point would have been a blowout, but still a loss to Tennessee team. Mm-hmm. Um, that win, so yeah. that Tennessee win is aging like fine wine right now for them sitting in the five spot. And our freaking, uh, I mean, we had them beat most of our game. So I don't know. You want to talk about all awesome the team? Don't get me started. I don't know if I. How come I, I could I crack jokes about Austin Williams and you call me out on it? But you crack jokes about Austin Williams and it's just the truth. Well, mine aren't jokes. I just don't. I saw a stat, dude. They flashed one up this week in the game. It was like lowest drop percentage in level SEC, whatever. And I'm like, I will kill all of you. <laughs> don't you ever put something up there about he fumbled away an egg bowl. He muffed a punt that cost us the LSU game. The dude's got bricks for hands. He's been at every SEC media day since 1997. <laughs> Does you remember the main podium whenever it was him, Danny Warfel, and who was – I couldn't think – Clint Sterner. What's another random-ass SEC? Uh, like quarterback? T. Martin. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Aaron Murray. Aaron Murray was later, but oh, you're talking about oh, okay. Oh, the joke's clicking now. Yep, yeah. there you go, buddy. I know I'm too sophisticated, but uh, all right. I'm trying to think of one. Peyton Manning. There we go. Yeah, left in '96, but sure. No, he left in '97, but sure. All right. Uh, I do want to also. While we congratulated LSU, yay, congrats, LSU, you won. Can you guys stop storming the field, like, after yeah. every Well, we know, I mean, we talk about how Ole Miss fans are the worst, Arkansas fans are the worst, Kentucky fans are the worst, <clears throat> LSU fans kind of suck. I, did, I didn't enjoy the baseball fans whenever I went down. You did? I did not. Yeah, they they suck, dude. They well, the, the problem is, and it's not against anybody, but I feel like it's more common at their games. Everybody is belligerently drunk, mm-hmm. especially in a night game. Did you see the video of the guy, the Alabama staffer, trying to get off the field? Uh. Uh-uh. And there was like this big LSU guy doing like a purple PFG shirt, uh, like blocking his way and like yelling at him in his face, like not letting him pass him. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> The dude's just like a physical therapy assistant, or like some grad assistant is trying to get off the field and you're just being a douche. I'm sure know. I'm sure this is like all in my head, but it feels like it really ramped up post-COVID. Like fans have lost their minds. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they – yeah, I don't know why they keep rushing the field. I mean, the one against Ole Miss was ridiculous. It was stupid. Was like you've been Ole Miss 16 out of the last 20 times you've played. Yeah, and – I mean, this is Bama's yeah, second loss. This is real rival. <laughs> this is Bama's second loss, well, which I know they were still highly rated, but it's like, have some pride. When's the last LSU. time Mississippi State ever rushed the field? You had the single greatest season in the history of college football. Yeah, like, I don't know. It annoys me, but it is. Um, it's, it's interesting that you bring up the fan thing because uh, this going completely off script here. I had this realization Saturday. I've been saying this for a while. But it really hit me this Saturday watching uh, our beloved friend and my roommate, uh, Pierce Williams, <laughs> bless his heart. Um, so invested in the Tennessee game, cheering hard, having a good old time. 
And I was just sitting there in the recliner thinking, man, I hope both teams lose and a crater hits the field. And <laughs> I don't know if that makes me a bad person, but <laughs> I think I watch college sports wrong because I like I just I can't enjoy things anymore. Like, because you don't want anybody to win except for your team? Yeah. I think that's the right way to win. Unless I hate a team, then I have zero rooting interest ever. Unless Mississippi State's playing. Eh, okay. See, I don't. I, I have teams I like, and I'll pull for. Yeah, we know. Seminole over there. Okay. That's just – you're now you're – what is it called? Uh, Projecting. Uh, no. Um – um, cultural appropriation. Uh, yeah, you're appropriating them at this point. Tommy Seminole. Um, that joke would have landed a lot better if I didn't stumble in my words for five minutes. It was a bad joke to begin with. Continue. But yeah, I could pull for other teams like Tennessee. I've pulled for. Um, South Carolina. I was pulling for them for a while. Now I hate Shane Beamer now. But why? For a little while there. Why, why would you pull? Like, why are you pulling for South Carolina? Is this a, I, do you have any affiliation with the school? No, but like, I just like in random games. I like. There's teams that I like and teams I don't like. Like I used to be that way. I used to root for like Boise State whenever they were up on their come up. Purdue. You know, I've been rooting for Purdue. Purdue's fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've rooted for Virginia Tech. At You're a, time a big in my Texas life. guy. No, I just like saying Texas is back, which they are, by the way. Um, I'm all the way bought back in on Texas. Again? Oh, yeah. This is going to end horribly. I don't, I don't know if I can afford to buy back on, man. <laughs> um, all right. We got to get back to the LSU-Alabama game because I have one last point I'm, I need to – or I have one last question I have to ask you. Dynasty over? That's what everyone wants to know. No. Okay. No. So you're not it's going not full Dan Morgan? No, no. And I'm, second, I mean, other teams are getting better, but Bama's always going to be there. They've lost to the fifth and se- fifth and seventh ranked team in the country on the road by a combined four points. Like, no, I'm not going to say the dynasty's over. No, but I do have a question for you. What do you think is different about this Bama team? I have two things. Um, they're not as good at the skill positions as they usually are. Yeah, I think on offense, just generally, Bill O'Brien sucks. Yep, that was my, okay. We're two for two. Uh, they are. They seem to be less disciplined than most Alabama teams. Okay. And honestly, outside of Will Anderson, I think the defense is pretty overrated. Fair. Uh, mostly, mine's on the offensive side of the ball. I think the receivers they struggle to get separation. Two, their can't believe Jermaine line. Burton didn't work out. Two, their uh, offensive line isn't as dominant as it has been in the past. Bryce Young makes a lot of plays on his own. Um, but three, Bill O'Brien. I think that dude is the most mani- like vanilla play caller ever. We'll get there. Soon, like, but you should have watched like, Frank Wright call plays. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Steve Sarkeesian, like Lane Kiffin, and then Bill O'Brien. Yeah. No, it's really bad. And Bryce Young makes the team look so much better than it actually yes. is. That's the thing is like Bryce Young is so good that we don't that people overlook some of those things. Yeah, and I think Gibbs is really good. Yeah, Gibbs um, is fine. He wasn't like again that sign that transfer portal class they had. We were told that Jermaine that uh, Jameer Gibbs was awesome whenever he rushed for like six hundred yards at Georgia Tech. We were told that Jermaine Burton was awesome whenever he caught the ball for like four hundred yards at Georgia. And we were taught that we were told that Eli Ricks was awesome whenever he got burnt to a crisp by everyone he played last year. Tell him, Busby. Even though I do think Gibbs is really good. The other two. Gibbs is the best of the three. Yeah. Does Eli Ricks even play? Yeah. He's played decently, but he just he hasn't been like out of this world. He was supposed to be like the next one. He was at he was the yeah, next number played, seven at LSU, man. I think he's been hurt a little bit. He played he did play against us. And that's where everybody was like, oh, he's locking everybody down. No, we just can't no, catch. BJ Ojolari didn't get blocked the entire game. Wait, who? Is that not his name, BJ Ojolari? Is that the LSU guy? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still thinking of Eli Ricks at LSU. You're right. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. 
Um, I mean, yes, to you were correct. Those are two different games. Both are relevant. He 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 didn't matter in either game. Correct. All right. Uh, Notre Dame beat Clemson 35-21, 35-14. That's the right score, 35-14. Good job on this one. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Clemson stinks. I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I didn't even watch this game. Did they play the, the freshman? Yeah, he went over two with the pick. Nice. So, things are looking up. Good. So, Clemson dropped down to what? 10? I think they dropped to 10. I mean, they still have a chance, sadly. No, they're done. I think a one loss, either Michigan or Ohio State would get in. One loss, UC would get in. Um, Oh, definitely. LSU, if they won out. Alabama might, if they – Alabama needs like 100 things to go right. TCU still up there. Yeah, that's a cra- are we going to talk about the playoff? Yeah, we are. Okay. UCLA, USC, Oregon. I'm just saying, with where the playoff ranking put them, they're saying they still have a chance. Listen, I mean, that's that's a long way down. Ten? Yeah. But I'm just. I mean, still a chance. It's not um, impossible. It's it's. Sorry, I just looked at the that that's the AP poll. They dropped to twelve in the AP poll. I mean, the let's just keep talking. We'll talk about this playoff. Yeah, Clemson's twelve or Clemson's ten. Uh, Ohio State, and Michigan, both struggled. I think Ohio State won twenty-one to seven at Northwestern, and that game was what? disgusting, dude. That watching games at Northwestern is like They're watching a cat take a shit. Like, there's nothing exciting about. it. <laughs> Have you seen their new stadium renderings? Though? Yes. What is awesome. up with that? It looks sick. Too bad Pat Fitzgerald's going to get fired before he gets the coach in it. Can they? I don't think they can fire Pat Fitzgerald. I mean, can Stanford fire David Shaw because they need to? That's true. Nah, that's a good all question. the nerdy schools have coaches that have been there forever, and they all stay. fans. needs to get fired. Although they had an offensive outburst of 24 points this weekend. Holy piss. <laughs> and then Michigan struggled in the first half against Rutgers before they finally pulled away. I think the final score, they ended up winning by like 20-something, so it's fine. But, yeah, those two seem to be in a collision course in the Big, Ti- in the Big Ten. Um, they're going to meet in Columbus. I am getting worried about our Buckeye pick, Ben. We have a chance for a really good color palette in the uh, college football playoff. Although I do think that Michigan color palette would play well, but no one wants to see Michigan in the playoff. TCU, that purple would pop, but I don't think TCU is going to make it. That orange Tennessee would work. Oregon, who knows what the hell they'd wear. Uh, LSU's got sick jerseys. It's just not Alabama and Clemson, so that's always fun. UCLA would be cool. That's a that little like dingy gold with the light blue. Uh, North Carolina, obviously, that would be sick. They're fifteen. You're talking about the school that has no chance. I don't know. I feel like I'm about to get tired of seeing Georgia stuff on on TV all the time. Right back. Katie was loading the dishwasher and it was it sounded like so you just left me for a two and a half minutes to talk about God, that was that a two was... and a half minutes. She was literally loading the dishwasher, man. You want you good, beautiful? All right. Ben, I'm getting worried about our buckeye pick. Yeah. They may stink. So people won't like... know this because I'll probably cut it out. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if you should but, cut but, it out, dude. You're but tangent. I set you up for – I waited for five minutes and talked to no one so that you could say, yeah, they stink. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you had all that, that time to come up with a topic. 
you can cut out the part where I came back and like talk smack for a second, but you gotta leave in that part about you talking about the playoff colors because I was trying to talk to my wife and listen to that in my right ear, and it was I was enthralled. I could barely pay attention. Mm. But yeah, I mean they stink, man. Uh Ryan Day. Is Ryan Day good? I think Ryan Day is good. Or is he just but Ryan like Day also that, like, hey counterpoint? He might not be that good. He might stink. <laughs> CJ Stroud, good. Can we confirm that? Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr. Jr., good. They can't run the ball, which is very odd. They are other than Marvin Harrison Jr., they remind me a lot of Alabama. Uh, do they? No, they, have, they still have Jackson Smith and Jake, but they still have uh, uh, Igbuke. Yeah. What's his name? It's like Igbuke or something like that. Yeah, they can't run the ball well. Their offensive line isn't that great. They have a really, really good quarterback. Um, and, I mean, I would – I don't even know if their play – their play con's better than Alabama's. I'll admit that. They're at least a little more diverse on offense. Yeah. but. Uh, yeah, I just don't – they just don't have the explosiveness that I expected coming into the year. I mean, I thought they were going to be putting up 40 points a game, basically, especially against Northwestern. To be fair, that weather was horrible. Yeah, I don't care, man. They're one in seven. And their one wins against Nebraska barely in Ireland. Yeah, they have yet to win on American soil. Remember how we were like, oh, Nebraska's looked really good. Maybe Northwestern's going to be better this year because they – Played a great game. Both teams stink. <laughs> uh, State won this weekend. Not really a point of talking about it. It was Did an we? ugly game. Yeah. Although you would think by every podcast and fans' reaction, we lost by 40. Yeah, can we not. talk about that? Like, sure. I'm kidding, but, like, can we not? Dude, Mr. State fans are never happy. You should know this by now. People, we just overreact so much. Like, we are who we are. Choking and trying to give the way up against Auburn should not shock anybody. And then they came – and then, like, Mr. State came back and won. Like, they gave up the lead in regulation yeah. and then came back and won. Like Made three field goals in a row. Yeah. Like, trust me, it sucked to watch, but – Or was it four? It was three. Okay. They called two timeouts. Yeah, I mean, nailed three fields in a row, came back in, in overtime and – and one, I mean, it wasn't pretty. And yeah, we were all stressed out, but I don't know. The yeah. overreaction is crazy. Yeah. Uh, are we going to talk about the Zach Arnett thing? I know you want to. Go for it. People, all I could see on Saturday was Zach Arnett should make more money than Mike Leach. Zach Arnett's way better than Mike Leach. Zach Arnett doesn't deserve this offense from Mike Leach. Zach Arnett deserves so much better than Mississippi State. Are we watching the same team? I mean, this defense, yeah, they make big plays. They they play pretty well, but it's feast or famine. It's a very much like a Todd Grantham defense where it's either we're stopping everything or there's also like four or five plays a game where the wide receiver is running way behind everybody on the field. They He missed one in the first half. I forget what play it was, but – Luckily, we got pressure on him one second earlier, but there's a guy just running down the field behind every defender. The second half, where was this godly defense that we have? Yeah, the offense wasn't playing great, but you give up how many points to a terrible Auburn team coached by Cadillac Williams who looked like he was coaching peewee football out there? Yeah, Cadillac Williams ran for more yards than either team did. Yeah, the guy had a towel around his neck. I did kind of love that it was like they just brought a fan out of the stands to coach. Yeah, I can't tell if I loved or hated it. I kind of dug it. I thought it was kind of cool. But he, like, everything he said was, like, the most cliche thing in the world When he, every time he got interviewed. It's one of those things, like, you know the guy has no chance of actually being their coach next year, so why not just, like, go enjoy it? He's just like, yeah, man, we played with a lot of heart, man, and, like, we never <laughs> gave up. And right before halftime, he was like, yeah, we ain't going to quit. I guarantee you we ain't going to quit. I'm like, like. It didn't. I know, but you seem like remember the Titans. What are we doing here? Um, I'm not as harsh on Zach Arnett as you are. I think he's a really I don't good hate Zach player. Arnett. I think he's good. But, but you're right. Like our he's... fans, our fans are just through the roof about this dude. Like a guy whose defense can't guard a mobile quarterback, and they just cherish it. Yeah, I mean, 
don't get me wrong, I love Zach Arnett, and I'm glad he stayed. I'm glad we kept him. But to act like he's that much better, not even like you can't really compare him to Mike Leach. It just it drives me crazy. Mississippi State has spent a hundred years uh being a smash mouth football team that hasn't won anything. So fans think that that's the only way to play. So if you're not handing the ball off 30 times. Unless we're playing well. Like when we're playing well, uh, going up to the LSU game, everyone's like, oh, my God, Mike Lee's got it figured out. He's playing well, and we're scoring points, and we're going to throw the ball, and it's, he's a, he's putting the run game in there. Shut up, dude. Like, yeah, we all get passionate, and, yeah, we get pissed off when we lose, but let's let's take the blinders off. What are you? How are you going to do better? Yeah. Also, and then John the last Cameron, thing – It's my butt. You lost. Then the last thing I want to talk about, Ben, this is uh, Petty Corner, Busby Petty Corner. They didn't even play this week, and Lane Kiffin found a way to enjoy <laughs> the hell out of me. Yeah. This dude wants to complain about people flopping on defense. Like, shut your lame ass up, dude. Didn't we talk about this last week? You hired – yeah, but he brought it back up again on Twitter. Okay. And everyone, all the, the, the media freaking eats his stuff up, man. That dude can do no wrong. Like, oh, it's cute little Lane Kiffin. Look at his dog juice. Like, burp, burp, burp. like, no. First of all, he hired a guy that killed a kid. Second of all, the guy that killed a kid taught people how to fall down in the middle of the field. And apparently, Lane Kiffin has amnesia and completely forgot about all of that. If you want to find somebody that knows he can do wrong, just call his ex wife. Or any co-ed in the city of Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Probably Oxford, too. <laughs> All right. Playoff rankings, Ben. Um, the top ten goes as follows. Georgia, Ohio State, yep. Michigan, TCU, Tennessee, Oregon, LSU, Southern Cal, Alabama, and Clemson. Are there any surprises in that top ten to you? Uh, no. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, it's fine. I think I didn't expect them to bump TCU up into the top four, but I guess probably should have. You have um, to, right? Yeah. Southern Cal being at eight is still weird because, like, I don't think they're very good, but, like, they <laughs> keep winning games. Yeah. I mean, at this point, survive in advance. Uh, you know who's making the playoff? Tennessee. Maybe. Who? Oregon. You think so? I think so. Oregon is six right now. I can see it. Like one lost Pac-12 champ. They have to win out. They have to beat USC still. Beat USC. They played Utah. If it started play Utah. Yes, you're right. They do have to. Utah can spoil everything because if Utah beats yeah. Oregon, then they play in the uh, Pac-12 championship game. Yeah, but if they beat those two teams, they're sitting there. I mean, even if Tennessee wins out, you're sitting there with a. I mean, both teams played. Both teams lost to LSU. One has a conference championship. Yeah, Oregon lost bigger, but early in the year, you know, is what it is. I don't know where they lean. But one of Ohio State and Michigan has to lose. Could they both make it? Yeah. Or saying Georgia, Ohio State slash Michigan. I think it's Michigan. Say there's – I don't think TCU is making it undefeated. So then you have – you could have Tennessee and Oregon in there. If mm-hmm. they both went out. Yeah. I agree with you. I I'm not gonna go like I'm not gonna put them in there now, but yeah, I could I could see where they would have a clear path in if they went to Pac twelve. And that would line up if that was one, two, three, four. If Tennessee and Georgia win, you have a now the question is which rematch would you rather see in the first game? Would you rather see Georgia, Oregon, or would you rather see Georgia, Tennessee? Mm, probably Probably Georgia, Oregon. See what's changed. See yeah. if Oregon actually has gotten better. If Georgia, like maybe George, we're all saying like Georgia hasn't shown us anything. They beat the out of that Oregon team. Yeah. Last thing, college football related, Ben. Your two Heisman favorites still on the betting market right now are CJ Stroud and Hendon Hooker. Neither look great this weekend. Um, or would you still take one of those two, or is there someone from the field that you would have your eye on right now? I will tell you, Blake Quorum is third 
as of this current moment. So the problem is, like, I think Bijan Robinson is really good, but there's no way because Drake May, same thing. Yeah, Drake May is really good. I mean, Bryce Young may be the best player in the country, but there's no way they're going to do that. Um, I think whoever wins the game between Ohio State and Michigan, CJ Stroud or Blake Borum have a really good shot. Probably because they'll have that Heisman moment. Right, and they'll win. Whoever wins that game is going to win the Big Ten. You know, you know, it's a crazy name. Bo Nix. Yeah, Bo Nix. Bo Nix. <laughs> Bo Nix is kind of. I mean, Stetson Bennett? Question mark. I mean, they usually give it to the best player on the best team. I don't think he's the best player, but he is on the best team. What's the tight end's name? Darnell I don't know if I have stats, but uh, no. The white guy. Yeah, eighteen. Brock I keep thinking Bowers, of Lad McConkey. That's not him. Bowers. Yeah, Brock Bowers. Well, that's going to wrap us up for part one of the podcast. Stick with us to the break. We'll have some NFL news and notes, and we will have our picks for this week. I think Ben needs Ben has some ground to make up. But All right, yeah. we'll see you all then. All right, everyone, welcome back to the B-Team podcast. And, Ben, you know how you had a bone to pick with me as soon as we started? Mm-hmm. I think there's – I was sitting there thinking the other day, and you could tell how bored I get sometimes. There's something that we don't think about enough as a human population. Oh. Fish? Parrots. <laughs> we live with an animal that can talk and we just we've passed it off as the norm. Can't talk. They can talk. Have you ever been around a parrot? Yeah, believe yeah. it or not. They mimic sounds. I mean, that's sick. Whenever you it talk, is really cool. you're like, hey, what's your favorite animal? Parrot never comes up. That's true. I mean, they are cool. Motherfucker can talk, and we're just supposed to be like, oh, yeah, nope, that's just a bird. You know there are people that are afraid of birds? You know there's people that are afraid of fish? Yeah, they're smart people. I think it's way more normal to be afraid of birds than it is fish. There are also people that think birds aren't real. The, the pigeons. We should we should do like a full That's conspiracy COVID theory conversation one day. Okay, I'm in. That's why they say COVID happened, so they could change all the batteries in the birds because they kept us all inside. I mean, I kind of dig that theory, but <laughs> just whenever you're chilling later on tonight, just think about it. Like, wow, that bird can talk. I. I mean, I have parrots that come into the clinic, man. I, I, I see parrots all the time. They tell you what's wrong with them? No. They say, hello. <laughs> That's cool. It is cool. They can't talk to me. I wish they could talk to me. I wish all animals could talk to me. I wish that I was Dr. Nice. Doolittle. You know yeah. how much money I can make if I was Dr. Doolittle? In my profession? Would you rather, here's, a, here's a question. So, Dr. Doolittle, or have you ever seen the movie What Women Want? Like yeah. Mel Gibson? De- definitely Dr. Doolittle. You'd rather have that than knowing what women are thinking? <laughs> yeah, because first of all, in my profession, it would help me out immensely. Two, I don't want to know. I think it would just hurt my feelings if I knew what women were thinking. I I'm might quite possibly the worst person in the world at picking up any sort of signs. So that would help me. A great amount. But. I mean, it, it may help you, but I'm telling you, it would hurt your feelings. Like, you're telling me you wouldn't like just you're, like, you're, no, turn around. There's no chance that they can say or think anything about me that I haven't already thought about myself. Yeah, but to hear it from somebody else hurts. You know that. And also, like, you don't think it'd be cool to like turn around and be like, "Yo, Sherman, what's up?" And he's like, "What's up, man?" We do that anyway. Me and Sherman speak the same language. Yeah, but like when he's sick, if you could just be like, "Hey, man, what happened?" Instead of being like, "Oh, I got a." Take him no, to the I, doctor. He he lets me know. I'm like, hey, dude, you sick? And he goes, yeah, I'm sick. I'm like, sick. Cool. Let's take you to the vet. You know what I mean. I think I have the right answer here. We can debate it all day, but. We'll leave it up for the people. Should we post a poll? We haven't posted a poll in a while. Sure. I think they will definitely side with me. I I don't know. You're probably right. I'm probably in the minority here. I mean, you're not to say that your side isn't cool. It's just like I feel like there's a lot more harm to be made than my self, like uh, awareness. 
I've, I'm, can I be a hundred percent honest with you? Mm-hmm. I've never seen what women want. So I don't even know what? if that movie ended in a good way or a bad way. It's a great movie. Did he learn? Mel Gibson? Yeah, he learned. Story? <laughs> Dude, come on. You got to watch it now. Then I don't, I haven't seen like. I haven't seen a lot of movies either. 99. But I've seen that one. You seen When Harry Met Sally? Bits and Pieces. Oh God! Okay, we got to we got to keep going. We got we got to get back on sports. All right, we got some. NFL we got to save this talk for when we're it's like the off season. We have nothing to talk about. And for Mississippi State fans, it basically is. <laughs> All right, let's talk some NFL. The Packers stink. Aaron Rodgers threw three picks. I believe they were all in the red zone the other night, mm-hmm. or the other day rather, against the uh, the Lions. The Lions can't stop anyone and apparently just decided that they're going to shut down Aaron Rodgers. It's uh, it's fun to see. I've always been kind of an Aaron Rodgers guy, but I don't like him anymore. That's 2022-2023 Colts quarterback Aaron Rodgers to you, sir. Probably, yeah. But, like, he just – even on the field, I don't really care about the off-the-field stuff. It is what it is. He can do what he wants. Um. He just looks like he doesn't care, and when he does care, it's like it's nobody. It's he's never just, his he's fault. He's whiny, so whiny. Yeah. It's never his fault. He's like looking around, like you can tell he just thinks he's better than everybody. I'm like, dude, yeah. you kind of. I mean, he kind of for for fifteen years he has been. Yeah, but those picks were bad. Yes, also, you know who the newest member of the Green Bay Packers is? Yeah, Jonathan Abram. Shout out. About to bring a spark to that team. I do love Jonathan Abram. Him and Colin Hill? Yeah, well, I, I do love Jonathan Abram. You don't like Colin Hill? Eh, hey, Colin Hill's fine. Colin Hill was ruined by Joe Moorhead. Colin Hill have the best year of his career under Joe Moorhead? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. He also, like, just liked weed a lot, so I think that's what did it for him. The Rams uh, blew another lead to the Bucks the other day. They are now sitting at three and six, I believe. Uh, not, not a great Super Bowl champion. They stink. Uh, I believe Matt Stafford has thrown seven touchdowns all year, or eight after Sunday. Are I wish we throw more Cooper as the 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 owner of Cooper Cup in fantasy. But... Yeah, they're they're real bad. The Bucks also. I mean, they should. It took everything they had to win that game. Yeah. Everyone's talking about Tom Brady figured it out again. No. The Rams kind of – the Rams is just that bad. Tom Brady stinks. (laughs) Jets, Bills, your Bills, man. Mm. This hurts because Josh Allen, you see him – you want to talk about a guy, a guy, stand-up guy, just took full responsibility after the game. Said it's hard to win a game when your quarterback stinks. He didn't say that. What did he say? It's hard to win a game when your quarterback plays like shit. So yeah, stinks. You know what poo poo smells like? Stinks. Well, you've set the record. Stinks is my word. It's definitely my word. This is copyright infringement. Um yeah, it started out like I think their first two touchdowns, or maybe their only two touchdowns were Josh Allen rushing touchdowns. Yeah, I have a Josh um, Allen stat for our picks whenever we get there. Um, and then he may have hurt his elbow. It, well, he did hurt his elbow. Whether it's serious or not, we'll see. I mean, they did – after he hurt it, he did unleash like a 70-yard bomb. So, hopefully he's okay for his sake. You talked about him needing like Tommy John. Yeah. By the way, why don't more quarterbacks get Tommy John? Is it just the way that you throw a football? Yeah, I think it's that motion. It's so that's like replacing your owner nerve, like where it sits. I think in your UCL, your owner collateral ligament. Uh huh. So I think it has to do with how your arm moves when you in, throw. In baseball, in baseball, like you're snapping a curveball. Yeah. Right? This or whereas football, you throw it and your ideally your thumb is down at your hip. So and also, just think like repetition wise. They're not throwing it as hard as often. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like baseball, they're throwing it super hard every time. I wonder if it has to do with like the shape of the ball as well. Like how his hand, how your hand is. Maybe. Like this for we can you know who would be a good guest to talk about this with? Ty. Ty Stewart. 
I bet he could tell us. Okay. We'll, we'll pocket that one for the offseason, too. But yeah, conspiracy I, uh, theories. Yeah, uh, birds of prey. I bet you know who a good conspiracy theory. There's two guys that come to mind for conspiracy theories. Aiden Johnson. <laughs> no, but that's the third one. Tim Williams. Okay. Love this already. <laughs> and Dalton Coleman. I bet you Pierce has some crazy ones too. <laughs> yeah. We could just have a we could have a panel. Okay, we're we're getting sidetracked again. Yeah, Josh Allen. Struggled the bill. I mean, the Jets. Sauce Gardner is maybe the new Revis, Revis Island. What would so if it's not Revis Island, what is it like? Uh, sauce, uh, sauce ramekin. Okay, don't ever say anything ever again, Buzzy. He has a sick name though, Sauce. I mean, that's just you know who Nick Stauskas is. Yes. He got drafted eighth overall by the Kings. Very bad basketball player, as it turns out. Nickname is Sauce Castillo, and it always makes me laugh. Why? I don't know, but he opened his own brand of hot sauce. Smart. Sauce Sauce Gardner should do that, too. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, the the Jets, I mean, the quarterback's not good, but somehow that team is really good. Yeah. That defense is awesome. And Garrett Wilson. Brees Hall, losing Brees Hall, really really messes things up. But Garrett Wilson is going to be a stud. Yeah. Good good wide receiver class with him and yeah. Chris Olave and uh, Drake London's done some good stuff in Atlanta. Who would you take between Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson? It's tough because I was a Wilson guy coming into the draft. I think I would take him. I don't know. Chris Olave is awesome. <laughs> He is awesome. You know him and CeeDee Lamb have the same amount of fantasy points this year? Really? Did he also miss a game? I dropped him in like week two Mm. or week three, like an idiot. Josh Polk picked him up, who's just running away with our league, even though I have the most points scored. Also, have the most points scored against me. Are you upset or something? (sighs) Okay, well, you need to have some fun now. Do Do you have anything else to talk about? Yeah, um, the biggest NFL news from this weekend. Oh, here we go. I'm just going to sit back. My beloved Frank Reich got fired. <laughs> I know, I know I shit on Frank Reich a lot, but I really did like Frank and I bought into the Frank and Chris Ballard era, but it was just painfully obvious that this team couldn't do anything with him as a head coach this year. At some point, something had to get done, and it did get done. Now what got done afterwards is they skipped over every single person on their staff to hire Jeff Saturday away from ESPN. Um, Also love Jeff Saturday. So this is – And another guy, I think Ty Stewart has, like, done work with Jeff Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, crazy move. Again, whenever like just like I said, whenever they made the the move to Ellinger, like kind of exciting. I have no clue what's yeah, going mean, to happen. It's going to be bad. Yeah. I do know that, but, but at least it's a change. It obviously wasn't working. This is a no lose situation for Jeff Saturday because like either he goes like well. four and four over the last eight games, and people were like, "Oh, look at what he did with this terrible team," or could win, could win the division. Or no, they're not. No, let's not get crazy. Or <laughs> he loses out, and everyone's like, "Oh, look at this team that Ballard put together!" Like Frank Reich ruined this offense already. Like it's not Jeff's fault. Terrific idea on his. Like he just got a free ride to the front of the line that, to be a head coach. That's what I think the Colts are doing and bringing him on is like the Colts fans will never turn on Jeff Saturday. Does that make sense? Yeah. So they just brought somebody in they knew wouldn't be the fans wouldn't get fired up about. I, I I do see people. There are people legit mad about this because they hired a guy that was just sitting on his couch basically, um, and skipped over everyone else on the staff. But like, hey, your staff kind of stinks. That might not be the worst thing in the world to go elsewhere. Um, now, <laughs> it is weird that they went elsewhere to a guy that's never coached before outside of high school football, but. 
I don't he know, man. Bad as a high school football coach, too. Look, like this team is gonna suck. Like, just get me CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Let's 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 call it even. I'll forgive you for this year. I don't know what they're gonna do with Ballard now. They Ursay said he's gonna stay, but I don't see a way where that's possible. But he hasn't been fired yet, so who knows? You know um, who's calling your plays now? Yeah, Parks Frazier, Pride of Corinth, Mississippi. Corinth, Mississippi, man. There is uh, his, his father's house. They have the sickest, I believe it's their house. Christmas. Oh, you actually display. know him? Well, I know of them. Uh yeah, I mean his dad's like I think he's like an orthopedic surgeon or something. He's some kind of doctor. Has a huge house in Corinth and they have the sickest Christmas light display ever. We always go watch it. They have it like hooked up to the radio where it, like there's the lights are synced up to the radio songs. It's really cool. Yeah, I was getting his ankle retaped right, right now. I don't know what happened. No wonder you've been not looking at me and looking at the TV for the past two minutes. Now, Parks Frazier was like cleaning up the locker room for Duck Hodges at Sanford five years ago. Like, again, not going to turn out well, but it's fun. <laughs> it's going to be sure. so bad that I'm just like, I mean, kind of cool. <laughs> Like if you're gonna be in the news, like be like really be in the news, like not what probably that stuff. Like don't be a commander slash Redskins slash football team, but like just be a bad team with like fun weird things happening. What if they just go undefeated? That would be sick. Team. You know how many Sam Ellinger jerseys I would own? Oh God. So yeah, that happened. Yes, that didn't need to happen. Um, I think I'm more beat about it than. Than I would, then I should be. Or maybe yeah, I've just think, come to terms with like how yeah. awful this all is. I think it's yeah. I think that you're in the that point of your fandom. This is the, the uh, it's not bargaining acceptance stage, I guess. Yeah, acceptance. Yeah. All right, Ben. We have ten more games to pick. I am currently up eight. It's getting about um, to the point where you make me go first every time. Is that what's happening um, now? Yeah. And I'm battling in myself whether I stick to my guns for all my picks or if I just go opposite every pick. And we're about to see how it goes. All right. So, first pick on the board, Ben. A tricky line, LSU at Arkansas. LSU is a three-point favorite. You can't get higher than LSU right now. They just beat Alabama. You can't get lower than Arkansas. By the way, we didn't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you stupid idiots. Everyone that talked to me about KJ Jefferson making a difference against Mississippi State, you just lost to the third string quarterback at Liberty. Have fun, homie. Your coach still can't fit through an escalator. Hugh Freeze couldn't beat Arkansas at Ole Miss, but he beat him with Liberty. Crazy. Um weird line. Usually with weird lines, you take it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take LSU. You're gonna make me do it. I don't think again. Can, like I, you you're acting. I know eight games is like a. Lot I'm taking LSU. I'm taking LSU. I'm taking LSU. They can't lose this team. They're so bad. But we have all the rivalry weekend. Remember, we did the extravaganza last year. We did every single bowl game. We do the NFL playoffs and stuff. Like you have a lot of time. Yeah, give me LSU, which means everybody else should take Arkansas. Louisville at Clemson. Clemson is a seven-point favorite. I hate when lines are seven. Is this just a me thing? or? Yeah, it's just a you thing. I would take Louisville plus seven. I was going to – give me Clemson. They bounce back. Have to. I was going to take Louisville. Next, we have Alabama at Ole Miss. Alabama is a 12-point favorite. Again, weird line. Alabama, 7-2. Uh, doesn't look like typical Alabama on the road against a team that hasn't lost at home in, what, two years? Sure. I couldn't tell you. I'm taking Ole Miss plus 12. Oh, my gosh, dude. 
Give me Alabama. I switched last week like an idiot. Should have taken LSU like a one or two. But Glad I didn't maybe they'll... change that Kansas State pick. Yeah, you didn't change it. The highest rated group of five game on the schedule this week. We have, I believe, number 19 Tulane against 23 UCF. UCF is at Tulane. Tulane's a one-and-a-half point favorite. I don't think John Rice Bowling is going to be back. I will take Tulane to cover the one-and-a-half. Give me UCF. Sure. Why not? How how much do you hate whenever I put games like this on the uh, on the agenda? I don't know. I mean, I think this one deserved to be on there with Tulane. Two ranked teams, man. Yeah. If the year was 2025, one of these teams would be battling for a playoff spot right now. Crazy. All right. Washington at Oregon. Oregon is a – well, I actually didn't put it down, but Oregon is a 13-and-a-half point favorite. And I'm riding with him. Yeah. Uh, give me Oregon. They're just rolling right now. Actually, no, give me Washington. Every time I think I want to take Bo Nix, he haunts me, and I want to take him right now, so I'm going to go against it. That's an interesting thought. I want to be down 15 games after this week. Yeah, maybe not. All right, TCU at Texas. Texas is a seven-point favorite. Again, like seven is annoying. Make it six and a half or seven and a half. But you said ten. I'm, I'm all the way back in. I'm so back in that I'm taking TCU plus seven. Dude, give me Texas. I thought you were going to go the opposite. I think it's when the TCU run ends. I like Texas not being able to keep a lead really bugs me. It's fine. They figure it out this week. I will say also, like, RIP in peace, uh, Quinn Ewers, since all TCU does is beat backup quarterbacks now. Yeah, sure. North Carolina at Wake Forest. Wake Forest is a three-and-a-half point favorite. I know their defense is terrible. But so is Wakes. Give me, I'm a Robert Drake May. Give me UNC plus three and a half. Yeah, um, I'm going Wake. I actually had Wake in this one. I think that defense is so bad that they get it done. Am I seeing this right? You didn't even put the state game on here. No, I didn't. Do you want it's 16? Do you want to do it? No, I mean, we're both taking Georgia, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Uh, Florida State at Syracuse. Florida State minus seven. Uh, I'm taking FSU. I think the the bloom is off the rose for Syracuse. See, this is where my like loyalty is tested because I've been all in on Florida State, but also love Garrett Schrader. And I'm gonna ride with Schrader. I think they can. I don't know they win, but I think they keep it close. All right, moving over to the NFL side of things, we have the Seahawks at the Bucks. The Bucks are three point favorites. Taking the Seahawks. Yeah. Somebody stinks. I can already see what's happening. And then the last game, Ben uh, Vikings at the Bills. The Bills, as of. Whenever I did this, which was like four o'clock this afternoon, the Bills were three and a half point favorites. That line has dropped from seven to three and a half. Josh Allen did not practice today. As you mm-hmm. mentioned, he is hurt. Josh Allen's stat for you in his last six quarters, which is apparently when the elbow injury happened, he's thrown four picks, no touchdowns, and has a 48% completion percentage. And I'm not sure any of it matters. He may not play. Yeah. But then 
Case Keenum, Minnesota Revengeville. <sighs> Case Keenum to Stefan Diggs. Where have we seen that before? Mm. In Buffalo, I don't know if Kirk Cousins can throw in the win. This is a hard one for me to pick, Ben. When is this game at? What time? Oh, good question. I do believe it is an afternoon game. It is. It's a noon game. It's a noon game? Okay. Not a prime time, so Kirk Gustin's can be good. Oh, yeah, give me the Vikings. Yeah, I was hoping you'd go that way. Give me the Bills. Not winning at Buffalo. Kidding me? I don't even know what the weather's going to be like. I know it's been warm up there. No, it's supposed to be cold this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Minnesota is a cold-weather team, but they play in a dome. Yeah, man. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do it like the Bills do. We have a lot of differences again. I don't like any of my picks, but I also don't like I hate every single one of mine. All right. To wrap up, since we have last spoken, the Houston Astros have won the World Series. Um, Actually, good for me. I I didn't want the Phillies win. Jeremy Pena was named World Series MVP. I will give you – I will Venmo you 10 bucks right now if you tell me where Jeremy Pena played college baseball at. Oh, I know this. I looked it up. Oh, my God. Don't tell me. I fucking know this. Is it? Oh, it's going to bug me. It's somewhere in the Northeast. It's going to sound crazy. Is it Maine? It's Maine. I will. I will take the ten dollars off the table if you just give me a game. A game? Like I'm just down seven now instead of eight. Sure. Let's go. <laughs> We're back in it. Also, you shouldn't have won the uh, Titans game. You said if Tannehill didn't play, you want to take the Chiefs. So it just comes it, back. Sure, it evens out. Then. All right, we have basket hoops updates, which is basically just nets updates at this point. So you know, last we talked, Kyrie Irving had gotten suspended for at least five games. Mm-hmm. They have since put a series of um, like tasks for him to complete before he can come back to the team. Let me read these off to you. So the first thing he has to do is apologize and condemn the movie, which he's already done. He has to donate 500K to anti-hate causes, which he's already done. That's crap, 500K. He has to do sensitivity training, anti-Semitic training, meet with the ADL Jewish leaders, and meet with Joe Sai, who is the owner of the Nets, to demonstrate understanding. This seems like a list of commands where they're like, he's not going to do any of this. Like, this will get him to go away. Yeah, like, they're going to say he did it even if he didn't do it kind of thing. I don't know. I don't think he's going to do it. I mean, he did the the first two things. Yeah, but he was doing that. Like, he was get Kyrie Irving is a weirdo that gets himself in trouble all the time. But he does, like, donate quite a bit of money every year. But, yeah, uh, the second bit of Nets news, didn't end up hiring Ime Adoka. Gee, wonder what happened. Maybe a team that in his first year he went to the NBA Finals with, suspended him for a year, uh, had a reason to do so. I don't know, just spitballing here. <laughs> yeah, there's probably more to that cookie yeah. than they realized. And the Nets were like, oh, no, it's fine. It's probably just a weird coincidence. So, no, they've hired Jock Vaughn, who is the previous um, coach of the Dallas – or not Dallas, Mavericks. 
uh, your Orlando Magic, which brings me to this magic moment. Yes. Ben, the Orlando Magic won tonight. Oh, I hadn't even looked. 94 to 87. Brought their record to three and nine on the year. How are we feeling in Magic Land? I mean, didn't they play the Mavericks tonight? Yeah. Wow. Did freaking Luca play? Yeah. Oh, wow. Love it. Um, I haven't felt great. I mean, but they've, their young guys have played well. Just haven't, there's been a few close games. Um, I, I'm not hating it. I've watched three games, I think, so far. Which is pretty good for me. Lucas streak of thirty uh, of games with thirty points ended tonight. Yeah, that lockdown D. Twenty four six and six on nine of twenty nine shooting, two of eleven from three. Wow. Nine of twenty nine. That's bad. Your boy Paolo, my rookie of the year, uh, future that I have. How'd he do? Not well. DNP left ankle sprain. Did not know that. <laughs> Bronze, though, 22 points, six assists, nine of 17 shooting. I think Suggs is back in the lineup, too. Suggs is back. Um, 12 points, seven rebounds, four assists, stuff in the stat sheet. Too bad it was only on four of 12 shooting. Still got the job done. So yep. we'll, we'll take it. All right. And then the last thing we have, college basketball, both of the men's and women's variety, has started up again. Uh, Mississippi State won. First game of Chris Jans era. So, we have that going. Came back. Us. Yeah. that It's going to be a struggle. I don't know how much of it you watch. It's going to be rough. They can't score. I watched, yeah, I watched, like, the first 10 minutes, maybe. Uh, it was bad. They play really hard, really tough on defense. The intensity is there. They're just not – talented <laughs> so so yeah it's, it's gonna be a struggle but yeah the half court offense was bad it's just like pass the ball around and then throw up a shot with two seconds left on the shot clock yeah all right well that's gonna wrap us up for tonight ben do you have anything you want to close out no nope. not okay. really okay got all my rants out of the way i think i'm gonna go watch parrot videos All right, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Check back in next week for God knows what kind of content at this point. Uh, We'll see you then. Bye.